This is Radio Health Journal. I'm Nancy Benson. This week, one man's experience with sleep disorders that make people not off during the day, no matter what they do or work. Emotion will trigger what looks like sleep and you just fall over. Narcolepsy and cataplexy when Radio Health Journal returns. I'm Reed Pence, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show. Here's a preview of what they're covering on Viewpoints this week. This week on Viewpoints. I think that there's just something creepy about spiders. Maybe it's the eight legs. They're just kind of unpredictable. We'll hear why spiders and bats are some of the most misunderstood Halloween symbols. Them. When we're close to other people who are also afraid, our bodies actually release a hormone that makes us feel good. So we can be scared and excited at the same time. Halloween history and traditions. We'll hear why it's so frightening and fun. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. Listen to Viewpoints on your favorite radio station, iTunes and Stitcher. Often the onset of a serious medical condition comes along so slowly that a person doesn't notice. They can't look back and pin down when it really started. That's how it was for science journalist Henry Nichols about 20 years ago. Nichols says he'd always been an early riser, but at age 21, things started to change. He started sleeping a little more, and then a little more than that. Before long, he says, every day would start the same. He'd get out of bed, and within an hour or so would be unavoidably falling asleep again. It's the word I use is horrific, and some people say, oh, God, it can't be that bad. It really is the battle, the internal mental battle to try and maintain appearances in a, let's say, a lecture or a tutorial, which is how I was at university, or then went on to employment in a workplace in the 1990s where falling asleep at your desk doesn't look great. And do do you communicate this to your boss? All those anxieties. And so you end up trying to hide the symptoms. And that battle is horrible. You are always going to lose it. And even if you're maintaining some outward appearance of consciousness, so you haven't actually put your head down, your eyes are sort of open, you are glazed over, you will not be taking anything in. It is so close to sleep that it's not really... Yeah, it's much more like sleep than wakefulness. Nothing Nichols did could help keep him awake, and he says he tried everything. And you can pinch, and you can stand up, and you can walk around, and you can move to a cooler place, you can splash water on your face, you can slap your face, you can play loud music, you can open windows, and all of that is just momentary respite from what is this crushing imperative to, to sleep. Nichols chronicles his struggle in his book, Sleepyhead, The Neuroscience of a Good Night's Sleep. He says his unquenchable urge to sleep was bad enough, but even more troubling were other symptoms that came up at about the same time. One of them is this fabulous, at least from a neurological perspective, really weird, sometimes comical, but often quite tragic and disabling symptom called cataplexy, where an emotion will trigger what looks like sleep, and you just fall over. 
it's not really sleep because you're entirely conscious throughout it, but it's a state that borrows some of the paralysis that happens during dreaming sleep. So it seems to trip that circuit and emotion. Cataplexy attacks generally last only a minute or two, and for Nichols, they come usually after having a good laugh. For others, emotions like anger or excitement might send them to the floor. After a year and a half of these symptoms, Nichols finally got a diagnosis, narcolepsy, a disorder marked by uncontrollable lapses into daytime sleep. Nichols says doctors believe narcolepsy can be a result of our body's reaction to infection, a reaction gone wrong. Narcolepsy is an autoimmune disorder, so you do develop it, and it can hit at any age, really, but there's a peak in teens, and uh, so I was just a bit after that population peak. I was 21, and it's triggered by the flu infection, and your immune system takes out these bunch of cells in your brain that are really, really crucial, it turns out, for sleep. We only know about them because of narcolepsy, which is rather marvelous, but that's about 20 years at old now that discovery of this incredibly powerful population of cells very small number but when they're gone they're gone and then you find it very difficult to maintain wakefulness and also you don't get proper sleep at night which is this sort of irony of a very sleepy state condition during the day and then absolutely almost classic insomnia at night times. About 200,000 Americans have narcolepsy and 60 to 70 percent of them have cataplexy as well. Nichols says more than half of them are undiagnosed but of those who are most would probably have welcomed getting a diagnosis as quickly as Nichols did after only a year and a half. The delay between the onset of symptoms and the diagnosis of symptoms for narcolepsy is about 10 years, or average. And some people are waiting 20, 30 years. Now, that part of that is probably that the patient themselves is not pushing. Maybe they don't have really severe narcolepsy. They have narcolepsy, but maybe it doesn't impact their lives in the way that it does for others. So some people don't have cataplexy, but they do have narcolepsy. And that's clearly much harder to diagnose because... The cataplexy is so clear and so strange that it quite often, you know, if you have cataplexy and you're falling over laughing in this paralyzing way, it's very alarming, at least at the beginning, and you're going to go to the doctor. One reason it takes so long to get a diagnosis is that most doctors don't know a lot about sleep disorders. One recent survey shows that only a tenth of primary care physicians feel very comfortable diagnosing narcolepsy. But Nichols says it's better than it was 15 or 20 years ago when doctors in training received only minutes of training on sleep. Sleep is low down in medical priorities. It's just we're assumed to sleep effectively, and what do you mean you're not sleeping well? Sort it out. Whereas actually there are real, and it's not rocket science, the brain orchestrate sleep, right? So there are things that can go really go wrong with the brain and then you can't sleep properly anymore. So there's a bunch of really clear sleep disorders that are treatable but still not recognized too often, I'm afraid, because the doctors, at least at that primary care point, are not looking particularly for sleep disorders. But even though doctors know that many cases of narcolepsy are caused by a brain lesion, resulting in a lack of a specific neurotransmitter, there's no treatment to replace that brain chemical, at least not yet. 
In fact, Nichols says in some ways treatment still looks a lot like it did 80 years ago. Very strong stimulants. In some cases, yes, it's exactly the same drug that was being given in the 1930s. The absolute gold standard currently is called sodium oxabate, which is a very, very strong sedative. Love that, that you've got this person who sleeps too much, and what do you treat them with? An absolute knockout sedative. Nichols is also concerned about the increase in other sleep disorders, which he says are at least in part the result of too much artificial light. The body hasn't evolved to stay up at night the way we do now. You can find out more about all our guests through links on our website, radiohealthjournal.net. Our studio producer is Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. Radio Health Journal returns in just a moment. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-568-1647. That's 800-568-1647. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-568-1647. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer, and we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case, and they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the Legal Helpline right now. 800-513-5981 That's 800-513-5981 What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-835-1478. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-835-1478. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher for donating. Call now, 1-800-835-1478. That's 1-800-835-1478. 
And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Radio Health Journal is a production of MediaTracks Communications. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and check iTunes for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find podcasts of our segments, information about our guests, and the latest health news at RadioHealthJournal.net. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal. <laughs>